Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Royce O'Neal, left-hand drive into the paint. Slow bounce pass down low to Conley. Catch and shoot three is good. Mike Conley last year was in the 99th percentile of open threes, and he's looking like it tonight. Jazz by five. Conley's been great. Drives with the left hand, circles out. Lobs it high to Rudy. It gets off the rim. Rudy tries to tap it up, can't, gets it back, and then rises up with a little bigger and a two-hand hammer. Well, the Utah Jazz are trying to get back in the win column. They have lost five in a row. They play the Blazers. Oh, crap. What? Forgot you, to wear my jacket. You did, I say, didn't you? <laughs> you were going to wear it, and you didn't. Uh, I blame it on my wife, which is, you know, everything. <laughs> Just pass the buck. We Where is a, the buck stop? Right over there. We have a great house. One of the things I don't like about the house is the closet space is way small. Oh, really? Yeah. The house that I have, you would have told me when I was 25, I would have never imagined it. Because right? I was living in California at the time and everything. Everything's tiny. Well, it's And expensive. expensive. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. even afford anything. So the closet space is so small, and she takes up most of it and more stuff than me. So that stuff gets washed, and then I pile the sweatshirts on the top, the hoodies, and they fall, and she'll she'll arrange them nice mm-hmm. and neat. Well, the stuff that's at the bottom doesn't get worn no. because you don't want to pull it out. Right. The whole, Timber! Yeah. yeah, we have avalanche control. They have Man to come down! Up. It's like the canyons. <laughs> and so she... Where's PK? He's buried under 431 back, hoodies. She, re, she stacked them nicely and neatly, and I'm grateful she does that because I'm a slob. But it's at the bottom. So I keep wearing the same ones at the yeah. top. All right. Jazz are doomed. Oh, Lillard's going for 70. I'm going to go home right now. I, I Is there a there. rule about what time you have to put it on today? I mean, if you put it on at noon and well, wear it while you watch the game, how powerful is this hoodie? Well, I always wear it in the morning, and then I go and usually go to the gym mm-hmm. and then take a shower. Mm-hmm. So then I put on new clo- different clothes. I don't put on the same clothes. So you really only wear it in the morning? The jazz hoodie? Yeah. I don't think I've ever worn it any other time. So we have no idea if it has show. any power the rest of the day. No, Nor can I believe I've just spent 90 seconds of my life discussing this. I am so this. nervous right now. Because I'm, I'm way more interested in, you know, Donovan Mitchell getting some high percentage shots, getting going, getting a vibe. No. No, leave that for Locke. He'll give us all the stats. And there's, there's it was a vibe. I stayed away from stats. Yeah, but it's not about vibe. It's about stats. No, I think it is about the vibe. No, I think there's a lot of confidence issues. They were plenty good enough for three and a half quarters to win that last game against Denver. And then at the end, it was like, yeah. It's all stats. You just do what the numbers say. And it's a little bit of, yeah. No. Kevin Nah has nothing to do with it. (laughs) Kevin Nah. Nice. I like it. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell were selected to Team Giannis. It will not be with LeBron and Kawhi and most of the Western Conference All-Stars. It almost broke down East-West. Yak, you got that thing ready from yesterday that I told you? Oh, okay, never mind then. Go ahead. All right, whatever that was, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. 
Westbrook left wide open, had to kick it out, picked off. Here's Bradley ahead of the field, goes to James, and with the run first. Houston Rockets beat the Lakers 121-111. Russell Westbrook goes for 41. Small ball. The post-Clint Capella era, a win for the Rockets. Well, actually, uh, they're like 6-0 with this nobody over 6-5. So, it's not post. It's including pre and post. They were not half. They were 10-1 when Capella didn't play this year. Oh, yeah. But they would start other guys, Tyson Chandler or somebody else. I don't know. But they're they're 6-0 without him. As long as they were 6-5, maybe 6-6 or under... And there's some idea that they might ruin this by starting Covington, who's a whopping six seven. <laughs> I mean, he was he was feeling it. This reminds me of a Dallas Cowboys defensive lineman. You don't want to get Ed Too Tall Jones there. Screw everything up. Yeah. And you know the Lakers are so dependent on two guys. Those two guys and LeBron didn't score big time. And that's why I give the edge to the Clippers. Got more guys who can get it done. Lou Williams can come off the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they, they, they have, don't have anybody like that on the Lakers. They've got a couple more players, and now they got this, you know, Marcus Morris here is an ex, uh, experienced guy. He tends to be a headache, but, you know, if we can just focus on the game, he's better than what they gave up. So, yeah, so I give the edge to the Clippers. Harden didn't really do much of anything, so even though LeBron wasn't very good, he. He probably gave him a little more than Harden did. Harden was three for ten. That's well to Harden's credit. You know, when I was watching the game, because let Westbrook go, game, he's feeling it. Uh, I flicked over, and then, then the U game ended, and I watched the end. I stayed up, watched the whole thing. Uh, Harden was looking to pass. It looked like, from from my perspective, it was still close. The game was still hanging in the balance there in the final three oh, minutes, even two minutes. And then Covington threw a three in from the corner. That was ridiculous. He wasn't open. He wasn't in rhythm, but it went in. He was defended. There's a guy right there, and he didn't know what to do with it. He kind of got caught in between. Like, I'll just launch it. It went in. It seemed like that broke the Lakers' back right there. Oh, and it hurts anytime you break your back. I mean, ask ask Riley Nelson. He can speak to that. Blazers beat the Spurs 125-117. Lillard had 26. They're coming in here, going back-to-back. And that hasn't helped the Jazz at all lately, but I mentioned it anyway because, you know, it's supposed to. just hasn't been. Uh, Lillard was not particularly hot. 26 points on 9 of 20 shooting, 45% from floor. Made three of his nine threes, so it's not like he's coming off a big game, law of averages and all that stuff. No. Pretty routine stuff for him. Yeah. Giannis goes for 35 points and 20 boards. The Bucks. Beat the Sixers. Any explanation for why Philly is so good at home and so bad on the road? It doesn't seem to make any sense. Hmm. One of the mysteries of the life. Exactly. NBA trade deadline. D'Angelo Russell. Out. The D'Angelo Russell era ends at Golden State. He goes to Minnesota in exchange for Andrew Wiggins. Russell's supposed to be tight with Carl Anthony Towns. Keep him happy. See if they can get something going in Minnesota. You like Wiggins as a uh, third or fourth option with the Warriors? 
So you're going to flourish there. He put up stats. He's athletic. He looks good and all that, but he hadn't been able to carry a team. And next year he won't have to carry a team. Depending on how he'll settle into that role. He's been he's had higher up the totem pole, so how's it going to be now? You just throw new guys together. You can't just assume. You have to see. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Well, BYU did what they were supposed to do, PK. Yeah. They went in. They're a good team. Portland's a bad team. It's on the road. Don't mess around. Throttle those guys. 85-54. They had that thing put away early in the second half. Yeah, they should do that more often than not because that – how else do I say it? I don't – They're better. Here. Way better. Well, P- Portland, San Diego, these programs are pathetic. Portland is 9-16 and 16 now and 1-9 and nine in There's the conference. There's nobody at the games. I mean, there's just a few hundred people. I flicked over watch St. Mary's in San Diego, down in San Diego, too. I mean, this is rinky-dink basketball. They are, they're playing like almost, uh, you know, the junior college type environment. And Friends and family. BYU should be able to hammer these guys. Maybe not every year, but more often than not, and they did. 22 for Yoli Childs, 22 for Jake Toulson, and BYU cruises to a 31-point win. A more interesting matchup tomorrow. They've got USF coming into the Marriott Center. Much better. It's on BYU TV at 7 o'clock. Looking forward to that game. Yeah. Lost, obviously, in San Francisco, and we'll we'll see if uh, the Dons can shoot it as well as they shot it in that first game. No way. The Utes beat Stanford in OT 64-56. I'm not sure how they started scoring in OT because this game featured a gazillion turnovers. Nobody really ever got it rolling, and it was 50 all going overtime, but in that five-minute overtime, the Utes were filling it up. Yeah, Stanford was taking some bad shots there at the end because they Utes got a six-point lead. But I think the story of the game was this Carlson kid. I mean, he was sensational defensively. He's a string bean as a freshman. I think he came back off a mission too, right? Correct. And uh, so, boy, he really looked good. It was by far, by far his best game that he's ever played at the collegiate level. That with the eight blocks, was very active and was able to jump and then re-jump and and help defense. I mean, he looked sensational. And he put in 15 and 10. Made free throws and everything. He did make free throws. You know, and he missed, uh, who did he miss him? Was it the ANSC, I think? Uh, so it's good to see that kid develop. And just as a freshman, and he's a string bean, get some meat on him in the weight room. Majora said he needs to lock himself in the weight room. I used to that <laughs> yeah, that's a good line, right? <laughs> over and over. Yeah. He so. had 15 points and 10 boards to go with those eight blocks. Very, very impressed with him. Uh, it's, it's one game, but it's really, now it's there. So now here, here we go, son. We've seen you play like this. And so you got, uh, what do you got, uh, eight, nine, ten games maybe to go, depending on if they do any NIT stuff this year. Uh, so really, really finish strong and set yourself up for some nice expectations for next season because you show, showed us you can do it. Stanford's not a great team, but they're, you know, they're okay. And I was very, very impressed with him. Little drama there from Timmy Allen going to the free throw line down by a point with three seconds left, missing in the, missing the first one. I was pressure on that second one, but he got it to force overtime. It's Tim Allen, man. What do you yeah. expect? Well, he's had a bunch of big games. He didn't really have a big game, Stanford. Who cares? They won. Didn't let him get loose. Yeah. And he made the big free throw to force overtime. Jarek Harding, school record 44 points. He's also the career Leading score now at Weber State. He had a huge game as they beat Sacramento State 70-66. to 
Aggies are playing Boise State at the Spectrum tomorrow night. They lost up in Idaho. See if they can get a win at home. That's 8 o'clock on CBS Sportsnet. So the Utes will play Cal at 6 on the Pac-12 networks. The Cougars play USF at 7 on BOU TV. And then the Aggies and Boise State at 8 on CBS Sportsnet. Plenty of college hoops for you tomorrow night with the Jazz off. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Eric Weddle calls it a career. Former Ute. Been in the NFL forever, had a great career. 35 years old, 13 years in the league, six Pro Bowls. Chargers, Ravens, Rams. It was a heck of a ride. It's really all you can hope to get out of it, PK. Your safety playing at 35, finally retiring. It's an awfully good run. NFL and the Players Association working on a collective bargaining agreement. They want to have it in place by the time the new league year starts on March 18th. Stuck on a proposal to expand the regular season to 17 games, which I expect would mean everyone would get a neutral game and get to play in Mexico City or London. I wouldn't add an extra game. It looks like the leverage that they're working on is, uh, hey, the Players Association, you can have some extra jobs. We'll increase rosters, which will keep guys in the league longer, presumably, and they would like that. Extra game ruins the history and tradition to 16 games. Puts more wear and tear on the players' bodies. Yeah, I think 16 is enough. What are we going to know after the 17th game that we don't know after the 16th game? And yeah, a lot of times you get that. I remember a couple years, about several years ago now, it's probably over 10 years. I went down, uh, I was down in Arizona, paid big money to see the Cowboys finish the Cardinals, and they each had their 13th quarterback. Great. There's also talk about a second bye week and whether that means they'll have bye weeks in front of Thursday games or in front of international travel. you got to figure they're planning something there. And it's more money, though. Follow the money. Isn't it going to get done eventually? It's just how much they have to buy the players off. What do you want? Because we want a 17th game to make more money. I wouldn't do it, but if they want to do it, I don't care. Uh, Yeah, at that game, too, you know, I was by the exit. I think there was a last-second field goal. And uh, that's the... The Cardinals are probably going nowhere, and maybe the Cowboys had already clinched the playoff berth, but I remember that it was guys I had never even heard of playing quarterback. And so I was disappointed to spend all that money. And it's still packed, though. And I remember this was a meaningless game, and inside the stadium, by the doors, there was a fight. Cardinal fan and Cowboy fan getting into it. Awesome. Yeah. There to have a good time. Over a football game. That didn't mean anything. Spectacular. Yeah. I just watched them fight until security came, broke it up. Yeah. Over a football game. They were taunting each other. You're grown men in a sporting and event. And you're okay. fighting over a football game. Or they're wearing jerseys. I, I don't remember what they're wearing, but I know that it was over the game because I could yeah. hear it all. Right. Yeah. One was taunting the other, and they started. 13 quarters. They threw down. <laughs> Just, you want to make more money? Just raise the price of beer a couple bucks and away you go. <laughs> They'll all pay. Well, it looks like with 17 games, that's 32 teams going overseas. So I figure they're uh, this is basically like going to be expanding into Mexico City and London. And they play eight games in each place and season ticket packages and not have to move anybody there. Not have anybody have to live there. Everybody's in and out. Everybody has the same amount of travel. You got a problem living in Mexico City? Cash machine. Okay, I understand. DJ and PK. 
Hashtag Major League Baseball. Is that championship tainted? It's a fair question, and and I think everyone's going to have to draw their own conclusion. I hope over time and 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 the demonstration with the talents of the, of this team, the players, the the careers that are that are being had. We have some of the best players in the entire sport all together on the same team. I hope over time it's proven that it wasn't, but I understand the question. It's a fair question, and people are going to have to draw their own conclusions. Uh, you know, I agree with a lot of what he said there, except he had to put it in the past tense because I think we've already drawn our conclusions. You may want to say who that was. That's A.J. That's AJ Hinch, Hinch. The former manager. Yes. Yeah, but I just appreciate the fact that there's no more cover-up, you know, for years and years with the steroids and Pete Rose and all this stuff. They'd always deny, deny, deny. Well, he's obviously admitting it. And I do think that it's less tainted if they go win this year. Yeah, that would give them a strong argument. We're really that good. And so whether you have one or two, it doesn't matter as long as you've got one. So it lessens the impact. It doesn't take it away, but it, it proves that these guys were capable of winning it all. Now their team will be substantially different from back then to now. Some of the players will be the same. The nucleus of the lineup. The stars uh, in many cases. But pitching comes and goes. Yep. Uh, so uh, that's why I, fi- I find this season going into it to be fascinating to see because this will be a storyline certainly until June you know, every time they go to a new city and as I said I they're told gonna you they're going to get asked about it the, the fans day, are going to boo they're starting in uh, Anaheim yeah their first road game and the Dodger fans it's, there was a story yesterday in the LA Times about it there was a story about some yeah. fan club buying 800 yeah. tickets yeah, yeah and it's, it's growing because the Astros aren't playing the Dodgers in LA so Dodger fans are going down to Anaheim to let them have it <laughs> there it is yeah, so it'll, it, it's a great storyline. You know, the old Mark Cuban thing. There's no bad publicity. Yeah. yeah. So in that way, it'll, it'll increase publicity. Right. It'll increase interest. Yeah, the only thing about the cover-up, no cover-up in Houston or Boston, I guess. They've both been called out. But there's all kinds of rumors that other teams did it. Neither one of those teams, even though they're cheating, led the league in runs scored. Now, that might be circumstantial evidence. I yeah, guess it is circumstantial evidence. Yeah, so, they didn't win at all. And then... If 20 teams are cheating, well then... Then nobody cares because it's all the same for everybody. Yeah, pretty much. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, David Locke's going to join us at 830. Radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Dr. Chris Hill, former Utah Director of Athletics, will be in studio at 9 o'clock. He's being honored at the Cal game. We'll talk a little bit about that. And there are also Pac-12 stories out there that I know he's been following for years, but they're getting new life here. UCLA and Cal running massive deficits, PK. $40 million in the red. It's a lot of money. The Pac-12 reportedly getting outspent by the SEC. They're projecting that they'll be getting doubled by the SEC or the Big Ten or both in a in a few years. Forty, yeah, 40 million well. in revenue to eighty million. Money talks, man. There's a reason why Oregon's been winning all these years. Kind of get Chris's advice, peer into the future here. Yeah, we'll talk with him coming up at nine o'clock on the eve of his uh, being honored and having a banner raised in his honor during the Cal game Saturday night. All right, that's at 9. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.